You are listening to the Toxic Mold Podcast with my husband, Steve Worsley, the toxic mold expert and your number one source for mold consulting and mitigation in the USA. Here is episode 78, how to fix a chronic moisture intrusion problem. Before we get started on this episode, a short or not so short disclaimer. While all attempts have been made to verify the content provided in this podcast, neither the podcaster or the producers assume any responsibility for errors, omissions, or alternative interpretations of the issues discussed herein. All information stated in this podcast is the opinion of Steve Worsley. Steve Worsley is a mold specialist with over 20 years of experience in the construction and mold industry. The Toxic Mold Podcast is for information sharing purposes only. The views expressed are those of the podcaster and his alone. These views should not be taken as expert instruction or commands. While there may be references to medical conditions and symptoms, all solo podcast episodes are the opinion of Steve Worsley, and any medical questions or concerns shall be addressed with the appropriate licensed medical professional or professionals. As the podcaster refers to different mold types, please be aware that Steve Worsley is not a microbiologist, and questions concerning mold specifics should be answered by the appropriate professional. The listener is 100% responsible for his or her own actions. You can check out Steve's books on Amazon about mold and dealing with mold in your home at amazon.com forward slash author forward slash Steve Worsley. And if you're interested in scheduling a mold consultation over the phone consultation with Steve, you can be sure to find out more about those and his availability at cnccontractorservices.com. Now, let's get to the episode. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Toxic Mold Podcast. You know, Steve, it's the beginning of November and it's not election day and I just want the election to be over with. <laughs> Can it be over with? Is it over already, please? Well, it is tomorrow. So uh, if you haven't voted, go out and vote. But also, we changed our clocks. So yeah. if you, uh, I always say spring forward, fall behind. Oh, I fall back is what I yeah. say. I like the fall back because you gain an hour. The spring yeah. forward is the one that messes most folks up. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I, uh, I always tell you this story, but I was, I was going to a race one time down in Vegas and I was in Mesquite and Mesquite obviously is, uh, Pacific, Pacific time. Yeah. Well, that weekend it was daylight savings time. So between that and, and the, the time change between the time zone and the time change, me and my brother were totally confused. Like it was <laughs> you wouldn't think that it would confuse somebody, but it just it, it messes with you. And I, you know, for where we live, we don't really deal with like time zone changes. I know when I lived in Tennessee, part of Tennessee was central, and the other part was eastern, oh, or maybe right. it was. No, I think you're right. I think part of it is eastern and part of it is central. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. It yeah. was really yeah, weird. Like weird. you went across the river, and I asked people, I'm like, how like how do you function like that as a business person? And they're like, I just get used to it. So, so yeah, it's just kind of a crazy story about daylight savings time, (laughs) but, but it can be confusing to some. You show up really early to work or really late. Yep. And, you know, and just to go along with the election, I think what we're talking about today with chronic moisture intrusion concerns, it's sort of like when you realize that you're, you've got an issue 
that has not been addressed for decades yeah. and you finally have to <laughs> yeah. like address it. And I think chronic moisture intrusions are one of those silent but deadly things yeah. that people don't address until it's way far right. gone. Right. And that's a great analogy because, you know, I know for myself, this is the first presidential election that I'm voting in. Yeah. I'd never voted before. I was just kind of one of those, oh, I'm not going to vote. And it, you're right. It's something that before you know it, if you're not paying attention to things, they can sneak up on you and you go, hey, hey, I don't know if I'm liking the way things are going. And, you know, chronic moisture intrusion problem, I mean, not the, to make it political, but yeah, you could you could have a whole mess on your hands by the time you figure out, hey, this is what it's actually doing to my home. Absolutely. And so when you say chronic moisture intrusion concerns, define that because a lot of people may not understand what that is. So I'm sure most people know this, and some of you might not just because you don't work in the medical field or whatever, but you have chronic and acute. Mm -hmm. Acute something that, oh my gosh, the, you know, this water line broke. So that's, that's an acute situation. That's something that just happens, happens once, you address it. Whereas chronic is something, it keeps happening. So <laughs> going back to politics, the same old, same old, same old. Yep. And you just, you just, you don't think about it, you know. And it's interesting because we're sitting right here and you can see water dripping. Yep. And why is that water dripping? Because we have no gutters. <laughs> we don't have gutters. So, yes, the mold guy doesn't have gutters. But it's something like this that it, you don't really notice it. Maybe when you're out mowing the lawn, you can kind of see that divot that's right below the eaves. But you just think about it and you go, oh, it's not a big deal. Yeah. Well, over time, that can start causing moisture intrusion into a crawl space, which can cause structural settling, which also can cause... Structural settling typically is not going to cause mold, but obviously the moisture intrusion in there. So it's just something that over time just... You see it, you know about it, and you keep saying, well, it's not that big a deal, or we'll deal with those gutters when we replace the roof, and before you know it, you're paying a mold mitigator a lot of money. Exactly. So chronic just means it's ongoing, ongoing, yes. and it's it's long term. And so it's got to be dealt with right. because it causes more and more problems the longer it goes on. Right. You know, it's like, like I said, comparing it to health, it's like having, it's like having a, a sore shoulder or acid reflux every day. This isn't going to be an everyday thing, but it's consistently happening and you just ignore it. Obviously, there's something wrong. If you only have, you know, a sore shoulder Every once in a while, and okay, maybe you just got a bum shoulder. Yeah. Like some of us know what that's like. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it's, it is, it's something that you just, like I said, for the most part, you're just, you know, what's going on. You just don't really address it because you don't think it's a big deal. Kids splashing in the tub. That's something we talk about quite often. Or adults taking bubble baths and splashing in the tub. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it, it's, it's things too with people. We don't talk about this very often, but having carpet in bathrooms. Oh, yeah. One of the worst things you Which can do. Which was so 1980s. Yeah, but a lot of people still do it. Wow. Because the floors feel warmer. Um, you know, it's just, that's what they do. And we're all different. Some of us get out of the shower dripping wet. Mm -hmm. People like me, I dry myself off in the shower. Well, if you chronically, just say you and your, your spouse... Or your kids, you're always getting out of that shower dripping wet. Mm -hmm. It's a chronic problem. You just keep con contributing to, to the, the carpet, and it's going to lead to a mold problem. So, 
Well, and instead of carpet, can't people now do heated floors uh, in their bathroom, or can oh, you yeah. not do heated floors? Yeah, yeah it's actually not, um, it's really not, and I, I say this all the time, and then, you know, you have to remind me not everybody has been in the construction field for 20-some-odd years, but it's not that hard. If you were if you were to replace, let's just say you have um, just linoleum in your bathroom, and you want to put tile in there. You can buy a mat at any of your local hardware stores. You can cut it to the size. Yes, you're going to have to wire it, but it's still not that tough. And then you can put a thermostat in, and yeah, it's not. A, a lot of people, um, that's kind of, I'm not going to say it's a new and cool thing because they've been doing it for quite a while, but heated floors in just a bathroom is very common. Okay. It's, you know, that's, <laughs> I know for me. I don't like to get out of the shower and step on a cold floor, especially yeah. as cold as it is here. But yeah, it's not a not a difficult thing to do. But don't <laughs> going back to carpet. Don't ever put carpet in a bathroom or a kitchen. Yeah, worst thing you can because you're asking for a chronic moisture concern yep. at that point. And it's more or less covered up, so you don't even know it's there. Right, and it, it's you know when we talk about pet bowls or plants, mm-hmm. you know once again chronically you're you're just introducing moisture to the carpet, and before you you never notice it until you actually smell it or you pick up the flooring or tear out the flooring and you're like, oh my gosh, look, we got a major mold problem. Mm-hmm. You just you just never know what's going on. So that's why carpets just yeah, not the way to go. Yeah, and they have um, I don't know if you've heard of that cork flooring. You heard of that? No. It's a they, they call it it's cork. Obviously, it's somewhat um, treated, so it's not that porous, but. I've seen cork flooring, and it, to me, it's once again, I'm not a fan of stuff like that. Yeah, so so not a good thing either. Now, what? So, a, it seems like a lot of the chronic moisture concerns, moisture intrusion intrusion concerns, come from people's bad habits. So, how do you handle <laughs> chronic moisture intrusion concerns? Well, so first and foremost, I know everybody hears this all the time. You have to identify that problem. Mm-hmm. You have to know that it's an issue. So, so let's go to, to what you were talking about. Let's say somebody is always taking really hot showers all the time. Mm-hmm. They don't run the fan in there. They don't leave the door open when they're done. They just, they just don't think it's a big deal. You know, the window or not the windows, the mirrors fog up all the time. And then when it's gone, they're just kind of like, ah, oh, it's no big deal. Well, you obviously have to identify that problem. Especially if you have teenagers. Yeah. Well, it and honestly, it, it can be adults. Yeah. You just, like some people, let's say, you know, especially like with, we have this COVID that's still kind of lingering around, but it, it has similar symptoms as a cold. So you're stuffy. Well, let's just say people, and I've dealt with clients that are like this, they don't. They intentionally do not turn on the, the fans in their bathroom because they say it kind of clears them out and it makes them feel better. Yeah. Does that make sense? And yeah. so they know they're doing it. They just don't, they think they're helping their body when in, oh, to me in reality, you're really doing more more harm than you are good because you're you're causing a mold problem. That So you think you're helping your respiratory system, but you're introducing mold to it. So it's not, you know, it's not really doing any good. So yeah, you obviously need to identify it and then figure out, you know, or are, are there passive things we can do? Meaning when I say passive, that's not electrical. It's not engineered. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? So like passive ventilation just means crawl space vents. There's no electricity to them. There's no fans. There's nothing. 
in a bathroom. Are there passive solutions that we can do that's cheap? We open a window, we open a door, whatever. If that won't work, then you got to obviously get into something that's engineered, meaning you got to put an exhaust fan in or, you know, and once again, going to passive, change that person's behavior. Yeah. Which we know is not that easy. Not, not, not always that easy. And, and taking it back, you know, one step back is, you talked about the carpet and how oftentimes people won't even know that that's a concern. I think even before we talk about changing behaviors, how do, what do you recommend people do to do their own CSI investigation to even figure out if they have a chronic moisture intrusion concern? Oh, okay. So we talked last week's podcast was the fall checklist. Yeah. So, you know, when you ask the question, you know, can people hire someone? Well, of course you can. When it comes to stuff like this, like do inspections, yeah. um, you know, hire I'm not telling our listeners, go hire a home inspector, because the point of this podcast is to teach them to be able to do it so they're not paying people. But if you need to, hire a mold inspector. Hire an inspector to go in there, but you can do it yourself. Go in there and just check. You know, we've talked about, um, and I don't remember what the title was to the podcast, but tools people can use in their homes. Mm -hmm. And one of those was a humidity gauge. That's right. And so we, one of the, the hot spots that I always recommend, it was in a bathroom. So have your humidity gauge in there. Make sure for the fall checklist, you change the batteries and it's working. But if you're seeing on that humidity gauge consistently, let's say you like to take hot showers. But obviously, you take the proper precautions after. You leave the door open, the fan running. Let's just say someone's not doing that. You're going in and using the bathroom an hour later and you're seeing the humidity on that humidity gauge is 55, 65%, you have an issue that you need to address. So it, to kind of tie that in, having, having tools in place would really help too. So definitely having the tools, doing regular inspections, mm -hmm. um, anything else people can do to sort of keep an eye out and to know what they're looking for when it comes to these chronic concerns. So... Going back onto the tools, you know, there there are all, there are other things. When we talk about, like, your fall checklist and areas to check, you know, we always mention, like, your crawl space or your mechanical room. Another tool you can have is a it's a it's a moisture alarm. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if you remember us talking about it, yeah. but it's more or less like this little sensor you put on the floor. You can put it, let's say, two inches off the floor, put it right at the floor level. It has an alarm on it. When water hits that, that alarm goes off so that they know there's an issue so you you have things like that with the tools just pay attention you know if your kids are splashing in the tub all the time instead of just saying well kids are going to be kids <laughs> that's not going to pay for the mold mitigation you obviously have to put procedures in place to to address it and I know it sounds crazy but even even if it's your spouse you know or your partner it if you can you know you're listening to this podcast and you're like Wow, that, that that's probably there's an issue in our bathroom because my husband showers for 20 minutes and doesn't turn on a fan. At some point, you have to address that problem. Absolutely. And don't you think it's also about knowing what your household habits require? Meaning we did an episode on ventilation and bathroom ventilation. We, you, you actually have to know the habits that are going to happen in your house and what kinds of things you need to put in place to prevent these kinds of chronic right. moisture, don't you think? Yeah. I mean, it. you know, let's just say you have, even if you have a mudroom or don't have a mudroom, but you have kids that, that come in and just kick their boots off and, you know, after 
they've been outside, there's snow on them and water's running all over the floor. You just know that your 13-year-old son's just a turd and doesn't think it's a big deal, but you have to say, hey, you need to change that habit. Let's put, you know, you can buy a like a little mat that has, it's kind of like the WeatherTech floor mats that has sights to it where you say, you take your boots off here next time you're going outside in your flip-flops. So yeah, it, you know, watch people's habits and what they're doing. If it, Does your dog consistently do like our dog does and move the bowl around all the time? You know, put a, put a mat below that, you know, put things in place to prevent that. Dogs, you can try to train dogs, but it's a little easier to get your 13 year old to do what they need to do. But yeah, address, you know, you see that and it happens continuously or chronically, address it because it. Once again, by the time you know you have an issue, you can be thousands of dollars into mold mitigation. And maybe you've spent thousands of dollars because a couple of you in the house are sick all the time. Yeah. And don't you also think it's, you've said this many, many times, you get what you pay for. Don't you think the quality of the tools you purchase, the quality of the things in your home, all of that plays a role in whether or not you get these chronic moisture intrusion concerns. Exactly. Like we were talking about carpet and bathrooms, you know, if you're going to, if you're going to buy the, the pill and stick tiles, you know, the, oh, the one by one squares, you know, if that's all you're putting on your floor and you don't seal those so that you have those gaps, little gap in between the tiles, any type of moisture that hits that floor is probably going to that subfloor. So, yeah, it's, it was cheap to put that in. But then I guess my point is with that is, is I'm not saying don't go with those cheap one by one vinyl tiles, but put a put a clear coat over the top of it. Yeah. So that when it hits those or hits the floor itself, it's not going right to the, the subfloor. And yeah, you want to buy, you know, you can get on Amazon and buy a pack of 10 humidity gauges for 20 bucks. Well, that's what you're going to get. Exactly. <laughs> so you get what you pay for. <laughs> so you're better off, you know, buying humidity gauges, getting three of them for $30. Exactly. And that they're going to be worth the money. And one thing I've, you've taught me, which is kind of funny because I've never done it. Look at the reviews. Yeah. A lot of what you tell me, when I say, hey, should I get this? You always say, what do the reviews say? And I always say, oh, I don't know, lately, or not lately, but you've taught me, read those reviews. Yep. If someone's like, well, I bought this for this and it's not working, at least you know you know, what other people are thinking. Absolutely. So now that we've talked about chronic moisture intrusion concerns and what to do about them, what's your call to action for folks? Uh, it's just similar to what I usually say, but... Uh, you know, you don't need to walk through and do an inspection, but right now, I can in in two minutes, you can write down something you're doing or someone else is doing that's a chronic habit or a chronic concern like leaking gutters or no gutters. Write it down and address that. Figure out how you can address that, and it'll save you a lot of money down the road. There you go. Save. Do the due diligence now to save the money later. Yep. And I, you know, I have courses that we've we've created. They're on. Uh, different platforms and uh, one of them that we have that's free is is toxic mold making me sick Uh, that's a free course it's a it's a great course we we actually are doing it for free for more or less uh promotion i guess that's the way you yeah promo and but we have we have paid courses um for uh doing mold inspections and home inspections and we're always creating more but 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 go to udemy um simpliv tablet wise we we're, we're we've got courses so uh, if you and if you know anybody that's buying a home and they can't maybe afford a home inspector re- refer them to that and then obviously we have a our book 
that talks about that. Absolutely. All on Amazon, those books. So be sure to check them out. Yep. All right, everybody. Make sure you go out and vote. That's the other thing. Go out and vote. We'll catch you in the next episode of the Toxic Mold Podcast. Prevent toxic mold exposure before it gets in your home. Download Steve's free mold investigation checklist at tinyurl.com forward slash CNC mold checklist. Again, download Steve's free mold investigation checklist at tinyurl.com forward slash CNC mold checklist.